Vinny, can we please have a one-word prompt? But. Perfect. Here we go. Three, two, one. Uh, I mean, I like them. I can't lie. They're pretty great. Um, what else about butts? Um, I had a fear of swamp ass the other week when I finally sat out outside at a at a nice dinner with some friends. You had a f- you know when fear you're like of swamp ass. Hold on, yeah, hold on. when one you're one like second. patting, up, you're patting your butt. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host Kevin your CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, cowards. Uh, this is the show where we talk over butts, apparently. It's you know, when you're you're patting your butt. No. No. This is not the show. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies. It's chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Mythic Quest. On uh, Apple, Apple TV. TV. Plus. Season 2, airing now. You know, when you like you, you, you do a, a check first, you're like patting the back of your leg. You're like, uh-oh, it feels damp. Am I going to get up and my whole pants are just going to be like a darker color and why, everybody's going to be able to see? Why are we still why on are we, Why are we still on butts? <laughs> you said butts! <laughs> yeah, this is your fault, Vinny. This is relatable content. Everyone can relate to what I'm talking about. Everyone here has patted their butt after they've been sitting outside in a warm area just to do a little check. To see if they're gonna get up and have visible swamp ass. No, I don't have yeah, a, butt. a damp check. A damp check. A damp check. Thank you. Yeah, gross. That's what I got about butts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's all we that's all we've got. That, that's my time. <laughs> that's uh, my the, other voice, the other voice you're hearing is is Vinny. Welcome back, Vinny. Hi, Vinny. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Again, <laughs> thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to talk about before we talk about the show, so we don't have to talk about swamp ass the whole time? Vinny, you've got some <laughs> news to share, right? Uh, yeah, sure. We can get, we can get right into that. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited because I am, uh, literally starting a dream job soon. Um, so I am joining a video game studio to run, not run, but be a part of their DevOps division. So now you're going to run that shit. No, I I don't know. We'll see. I'm their first DevOps hire. So yeah, so that's pretty neat. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, coming from the arc of like you guys know me from Relativity Times, and I moved to a different company, and I've been there for three years, and now uh, starting next week, I'm going to be back in the video game industry, and I am very excited. Nice going from oh, yeah. something super boring as e discovery to video games. That's that's <laughs> I would say a step up. Definitely, yeah. No, uh, so so I'm joining uh, Iron Galaxy, and. That'll be pretty exciting considering that uh, 10 years ago, I think, I interviewed with them for like an associate producer position. Oh, wow. And yeah, and it comes like full circle. So like what led me to relativity literally was like me not getting the position for an associate producer position with Iron Galaxy. And now I was just like, well, maybe Iron Galaxy is hiring. So I interviewed with them and I got the job. And yeah, I'm very, I was like, oh, this is nice. So I went to the, I went to the studio the other day and I got my computer and looked around a bit. And it was it was sweet. It was sweet. It's it's nice that I can say studio instead of office too. So <laughs> nice. No kidding. Dang, that's that does awesome. sound sweet. Congrats, man. That's that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, that means you get to like you're the first ones. You get to like build everything out the way you want to do stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's as much as I can go into without because I'm under like NDA pass sure. there. So, but yeah, DevOpsy stuff for video games, and that's gonna be pretty cool with all that stuff. So hell yeah! But yeah, should be cool. We'll see. It yeah, it will be I, cool. I, it, it of course it'll be cool. Of course. <laughs> Ken, you have some news too. You were gone. 
I Welcome to, back. I took a little trip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went to uh, SS Park, Colorado with my family and, and Meg, and it was nice. Yeah, we went uh, hiking in the mountains. The best. I climbed a mountain. What else did you do? Uh, horseback road. Ridden. Rode a horsey. I rode a horsey. <laughs> Were you scared? No, I, I'd done it before. Um, oh, but it was. I'd done it before. I'm so scared. It was fun. I mean, we like <laughs> we weren't going very fast or anything. Like the horse was climbing the mountain for me, basically. Uh, they're wild animals. I don't know what they're going to uh, do. The last time that I ever was on a horse, uh, my family and I went to Mackinac Island. Oh, okay. uh, and I was like ten or ten, I think. I think I was ten. 10 and 10. yeah, the I was a chubby kid, and the horse started slowing down. So the guy leading the like uh, the whole like tour like took out like a whip. And the horse started to like gallop away while I was on it, and it was terrifying. So oh, I refused no. to get on a horse. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Yeah, nothing like that so. happened. Uh, the, the last time I had ridden a horse prior to this uh, was in Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, so that's they'll never play that experience. No, come on, man! It's like one of the best games. Yeah, you, I know. Yeah, you should play that. Yeah. I should. Isn't there the sequel's coming out soon already, right? Uh, next year. What's next year? Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll see. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they use they use that great wording of aiming for mm-hmm. 2022, mm-hmm. which aiming for usually means uh 2023 or 2024. Yeah, you caught gotcha. that so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I've got plenty of time. I, I can wait. Yeah. I don't have to play the first one right away. My rule of thumb when it comes to video games is nothing's ever out until it's actually out, especially when now because of cyberpunk mainly it's uh, when it goes gold, you you can't even count on that anymore because it used to be like the standard of when things went gold, it was basically out, but apparently not anymore. So, yeah, I you know what? As much as I would you know love to play Breath of the Wild 2 right now. I think they delayed the initial launch of Breath of the Wild a couple times. I think mainly for an anticipation of the switch being launched, but uh, they use that extra time to like throw in all of this shit into the game that made it what it was. So what made it so amazing. Uh, Mm. So I, you know, I'm fine with them waiting, like make it a good game again. And then I'll, I'll be happy. There's really fun fan like theories going around right now, like based on like that short trailer that they just put out for E3. Huh? And it has to deal with, like, you're playing as Ganon and not Link. And it's just, like, Whoa. people go crazy places uh, okay, with, like, yeah. short trailers. I, I don't think they'll really ever do that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, that would be very cool. Very bold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, even playing as Zelda would be super bold, unfortunately. Well, like, a lot of people yeah, thought true. that was the, like, whole case with the original Breath of the Wild, too. Right. When the, like, uh, original teaser trailer came out because they were, like... It was kind of like uh, you didn't know if it was Link or Zelda that you were playing as. And I remember like when that was announced, it's like you're probably playing as Zelda in this one. No, you're playing as Link. So I'm going to like hold my expectations and I assume that you're just playing as Link. It really yeah. looked like you're just playing as Link from that little teaser trailer. It showed yeah. a lot of Link running around doing things <laughs> from a third person perspective. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to take one of the most beloved video game series and get rid of the character that everyone's falling right. in love with. You get to play as the bad guy now. I, no, I think people would riot. Yeah. Hey, and speaking of video game delays, Ken, that's where you come in. And you do yeah, we watched uh, Mythic Quest, which also has to do with video games, because we didn't set that up at all for people who don't know. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Mythic Quest and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. In a world 
of legendary heroes, one man will rise to take all of the credit. This game has something that no one else will. Me. Everybody has that game that they fell in love with because they make an impact. Those games were somebody's legacy. Well, this is my legacy. Our legacy. Our legacy, whatever. It's not my legacy. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. And once again, by returning guests, Vinny, and we're talking about Mythic Quest. Vinny. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen of Mythic Quest because it's on Apple TV Plus, which a lot of people probably don't have, uh, mm-hmm. what it's all about. Ready, go. Uh, Mythic Quest is about a video game studio and them putting out like the most beloved MMO in that world. And it's about like the turmoil of the inner studio, but set in, in like a comedic way. You still have 15 seconds. Uh, that's pretty much that's all. Pretty it's much it's it. written by Ten it's seconds. written by the people and starred by the people of Always Sunny. Five, nice four. That, that's, that's okay. That's that's it. That, that's all. Hilarity I got. ensues. You get it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's uh, created by Charlie. Day. Three people from It's Always Sunny. Charlie Day. Yeah. Yeah. Rob McElhenney, Charlie Day, and Megan Gans. I'm unsure how to pronounce her last name. Hmm. Who also yes. wrote on It's Always Sunny and Community. And a bunch of other awesome shows. Oh, yep. It explains why Danny, Danny Putty's in this too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ashley Chicago Birch Boy. is one of the testers and she's like a pretty well-known voice actress. Oh. Uh, so she's like Aloy from the Horizon series is like probably the video game that she's most well-known for. I think she's also Tiny Tina in Borderlands. Cool. And don't list anymore. Like of- Please don't list anymore. That's part of <laughs> oh, trivia. Oh, we're, we're getting into the trivia <laughs> that's territory. That's okay. I can, I can salvage something. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. She's She voices, I mean, like Alloy from Zero uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is huge. Like, that's yeah. really cool. I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, come it's on. A, it's, another, it's another really good video game about Robo Dinos. It came Robo out the Dinos. same time as Breath of the Wild. So what what were you playing during that time? <laughs> yeah. I was busy, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Probably I, I've been playing Sonic on the Switch. That's been fun. <laughs> nice. You know, going back like yeah. two decades to play some game or whatever. Oh, More man. T- tomorrow at work, we have a uh, Super Smash Brothers tournament that I, for some reason, am partaking in. I saw. <laughs> one, one of six people partaking in this tournament. Uh I haven't played in over a year. I only played super casually before that too, so I fully expect to go out round one. But uh, I was, yeah. I was going to say, who's your character? Who do you play as? Oh, Random. Yeah, good question. <laughs> <laughs> really? The the me the uh, the me sword fighter. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. I don't know. I was going to play as uh, King DDD. I think. Uh, okay. Okay. Is that a good one to choose? I I honestly don't know. I mean, I think it's personal preference, right? Like, I definitely have my go-to ones. There, there's a tier list for that game. Yeah, and I'm not that. going to. I'm not going to fact check it and look it up. But I think he. Last time I checked, I think King DDD is up there. I think it's like C to S tier. I think. Okay. I but I'm again. I'm not going to look that up. So I know like Ness is know. a good one, or Lucario is good too. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter. I'm not going to win this anyway. I stopped paying attention when, to that game when they just put every single Fire Emblem character in that game, and like I like Fire Emblem, but not that much. So, and I had never played Fire Emblem and didn't know any of the like five people that they threw in there. 
I like that Banjo Kazooie's in it. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. The the rumor this year was that they were going to put Master Chief in. Um, oh. And they didn't. Instead, they put in Tekken characters, or specifically like um, uh, Kazuma, Kazuma. I think his name is. Uh, which is like the main guy from the Tekken series. It's the only character I've ever played. So, yeah. But his whole thing is throwing like people into uh, volcanoes, which is where that trailer joke comes from. Oh, like he literally okay. throws his grandfather into a volcano in the game. So, okay, I'm I did not, now. Did not understand either. that uh, that trailer thing. Yeah, I did appreciate the the fake out with Ganondorf at the uh, the beginning of that E3. No. No one? Okay. Nope. Nope. No, Darn no, it. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Edit this part out. <laughs> All right. My go-to characters, let's see. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, probably like Link, Samus, Kirby. Those are my go-to ones, I think. Link's, Link's one of my favorites, too. I'm, I'm the oddball person. I play like the weird characters because I like Shulk a lot. Um, mainly because he has really annoying voice lines for every single time that he doesn't move. So he's like, I'm really feeling it every single time he does an upper slash. And it's just like, no, I'm not feeling this anymore. He says that I'm really feeling feeling it. it. I'm really, I'm really feeling this. And then he does it multiple times. I remember like we played it at work one time and just like everyone was very upset that I chose that character. (laughs) Um, Joker from the Persona series oh, is also yeah. in it, and that's another person that I play as. And that's another character when I choose him. It's like, what the hell is he from? So, I just have stuck in my head, Mister Game and Watch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Game and Watch. Is it which one are you playing? I missed it. Is it Brawl specifically? Uh, it's, it's Smash. It has to be Smash. I'm assuming it's the it's, only one you can play. It's the online. newest one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, sorry, not Smash. Ultimate. What am I saying? Yeah, it's Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Items on or off. Uh, it looked like it's going to be items off, like everything's okay. off, and just like uh, arena maps only. Nice. Three stock? Uh, yeah. yeah. How many laps? Three stock. Yeah. Um, Got it. It's basically just be like straight up mono y mono, and I'm just going to get my ass handed to me, I'm sure, like immediately. <laughs> um, I don't even really know the controls for King DDD. <laughs> um, it's going to be pretty pretty quick. No prep work ahead of time. <laughs> right. Do you know how to use your shield? I feel like that's yeah, huge. Yeah, that's the big one. R, I know that. That's yeah. good. I remember playing as a kid. I always thought people that actually used the shield were cheating. Because I was like, nobody actually uses that. What are you doing? That's not fair. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's part of the game. I think it's fair. It's like, lame. Um, It's not super shield bros, dude. Yeah, super smash. <laughs> yeah, you only smash. Smash them Call buttons. me the Hulk because I'm out there smashing. That's right. Hey, Vinny, why'd you choose this show? Uh, what show? What are we even talking about? Okay, so, I think we're talking about shows. Um, I chose this because I went on a very long tangent of going through Apple TV Plus and watching every one of their like original shows. Mm. And uh, Mythic Quest is honestly like one of the best things that I've seen recently of any show. So yes. yeah, like I, I watched like uh, For All Mankind, I think. And uh, the morning show, and then Mythic Quest, and Mythic Quest is the one that I stuck with. Did and you watch it all the way through? Did you watch Servant at all? No, I'm still about going that. through it. Okay, Tehran is next on my list. Mm. So not um, not C or whatever the the blind Jason Momoa one or whatever. Oh no, no, I really don't have <laughs> interest in that. Bad. So yeah, so. yeah, I think this is definitely one of the bigger um, shows on Apple TV Plus, aside from um, what's the football one. Oh, Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso, thank you. Yeah. Ted Lasso's great. 
Yeah, I hear that show's good. Um, it's it not is. really on my like radar to watch, but maybe I will. It's it it caught me by surprise. It's like su- surprisingly heartwarming and and fun. Yeah, I, I haven't spoken to anyone who disliked it. I think it's pretty yeah. universally liked. So whenever you get a chance, I, I would recommend checking that one out. Yeah, I'll check sure. it out. Yeah. I've already been hearing friends that are like, yeah, I just rewatched it for like a second or a third time. Yeah, they liked nuts. it that much. Are those are those people the same people that rewatched like The Office for the ninth time in a row? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, so Mythic Quest. What um yeah. what about the show makes makes you uh drawn to it? So, like we said before, it's written by the people who wrote and starred in Always Sunny and Always Sunny. I haven't watched Always Sunny since, like, season eight, I want to say. And I hear that some of those seasons since then are pretty good. I have no understanding of what happens after season eight. Uh, I think, like, Nightman or whatever was the last episode that I watched for that one. Oh, wow. Nice. But, um, yeah, no, I was like, oh, this interests me. It's about video games, a video game studio, and it's starring, um, you know, Rob McG- McKellahan, McElhaney. name, um, and like it has um, uh, th- their their friend that's a crack addict in the show. Cricket, um, cricket, cricket. Thank you, um, that dude. Oh my yeah, god, David Hornsby, so, I, I couldn't place him. That is who it is. Okay. Yeah, it's cricket. Right. Yeah, Dave, David Hornsby yeah. is his name, I think. Okay. So, but yeah, no, he plays cricket in the show, and so I was just like, oh, okay, and like, yeah, no, the first the 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 first episode is kind of. It's good. It's funny. It's it's um it, it's about like shipping an expansion for their MMO, and it just gets gets into hijinks when like the CEO wants to dip his hands back into like programming and like put his own piece into it. And it's it's funny because like working at multiple software companies that definitely happens, and mm-hmm. like working in the like coming from like of uh the video game industry like ten years ago that for sure happened and yeah it's just funny seeing that like portrayed in a show and especially over like something that's like inconsequential in the whole grand scheme of things it's just like he wants to update a shovel and Mm -hmm. it becomes this whole thing about like whether the lead programmer or him like their version of the shovel goes in the game or not and uh yeah no it's it's hilarious and it's just a really good time for a show. Like, and as the show goes on, like the thing, the things that like attract me the most about the show is like later on in the series, they make multiple callbacks to like the very first episodes and they keep on like adding on to jokes like throughout the way. And it just becomes this whole bit, like it keeps on like snowballing into this like big, big joke, like all as the season progresses and it becomes like, it, it just becomes this like huge joke for like people who have been watching it along the way. That's yeah, awesome. Ken, you're you're in for a treat. Yeah, you have not seen this before, right? So I watched the pilot in preparation for this. You guys have seen the whole season, right? And this is season two even out yet? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's currently airing oh, as I we see. speak. They don't they don't drop the whole season. It's it's weekly. No, right? it's every no. Friday. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, this this is one that has been on my list to get to. Um, and in fact, Meg and I were talking about it earlier this week. Um, we're like, oh yeah, we need to watch that. Uh, so this was the perfect excuse to finally start it. Um, nice. But yeah, I've only seen the pilot, um, which is the the one where they introduce a shovel. I don't know if it comes back later or not. I'm assuming so. But yeah, the, it was very funny right off the bat. I liked uh, what was it? Uh, TTP. Like yeah. the, they were worried time about the, penis. the time to <laughs> penis for the shovel because they can yeah. use the shovel to dig and change the landscape. And they're like, yeah, the time to penis and 
uh, for this item is is like really really low. Like anyone could just draw a dick as quick as possible. Um, I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. <laughs> they know their clientele. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Have you guys played like a lot of? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming CJ's no, since he's clearly played zero video <laughs> games. But have you guys played a lot of MMOs? Played Sonic and Super Smash. Definitely and... not an MMO. <laughs> yeah, not an MMO at all. Uh, I played a lot of WoW back in the day, World of Warcraft. Okay, um, that's like exactly and, this, right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So so a lot of the stock imagery that they use in the show is actually Ubisoft games because Ubisoft had a big hand in production. Um, so there's for honor is most of like the medieval sword fighting that you see a lot of like the jumping off of landscapes is all Assassin's Creed that you see. And then, um, I think that's, those are the main two in season one that they use a lot for a lot of it. So anytime you see like an armor clad person fighting another person, it's most likely for honor that you're seeing. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of hilarious, but like the MMOs that it like relates to the most is m- like is wow or like final fancy 14 or whatever it is, because those are probably like two of the biggest ones out right now. Mm-hmm. What, what does MMO stand for? Massive multiplayer online. Is that yeah. Right? Massive multiplayer online RPG. Yeah. MMO RPG. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I have not played any MMOs, but um, yeah, I was curious how, how close to it is, but yeah, if they're literally pulling from other video games, then uh, yeah, they, they get into a little bit of like the, the games as a service thing too, with like the loot boxes and stuff, because mm-hmm. that was like a big controversy for the past couple of years where like people were adding loot boxes for like revenue streams and stuff. So like in the first episode, they're getting into that a lot. And then like some of like episode two goes into that uh, a ton too. So, yeah, I, I thought the, the pilot episode, they basically, they use like a, a commercial to explain the show, which I thought was kind of clever. Like they have the show starts with one of the characters as like a narrator voiceover thing. And then we, it's revealed like, Oh, they're all watching. They're all in a meeting room, like watching a potential commercial, but that commercial explains who everybody in the show is and what their role is and stuff like that. Yeah. That was a good introduction for sure. And then, you know, everybody's like, okay, Danny Pudi's the money guy. We've got this kind of like wild card assistant, Ayn Grimm is clearly like an egomaniac and control freak. And then we have Poppy, the person who actually does all the work. And uh, David Hornsby. And C.W. Longbottom. Yeah, the writer of the show. (laughs) Yeah, washed up writer. Yeah, which they constantly reference his Nebula Award from 1973. And he's writing a video (laughs) game in 2020. Yeah, Yeah. you'll get to canon season two. You will get to see some of his backstory. Yeah, which okay. is that was a cool episode. Yeah, there's there's specifically in the series there's two episodes that they do neat callbacks to because they like semi seem unrelated and then as the episode progresses you it, it like ties it in to the rest of the series and like those those are probably two of the better episodes in the whole series. Yeah, the one in season 1 without spoiling anything but it's it's an entirely different cast even. Like nobody from the main show is in the episode so you kind of start out the episode of being like huh this is weird like why do we care about these two new people and then like yeah at the at the end of the episode they wrap it up nice and neat that's cool stars the the one dude from new girl i think i'm blanking on his name (laughs) chicago guy jake gyllenhaal no jake gyllenhaal (laughs) biggest name is jake though jake johnson thank you (laughs) 
Uh, and then it's uh, the actress is the she's in Made for Love on HBO Max, and she's also from she's uh, I the first thing that I saw her on was um, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, she started on How I Met the, Your Mother as the mother character, like That's in the right. fu- like finale of the oh, show. Okay. Um, she's also that. in uh, Palm Springs. She's really good in Palm Springs. Yeah. We just rewatched that movie for a second time because we enjoyed it so much. Is that the Adam uh, Sandberg one? No, yeah. not Adam yeah. Sandler. Uh, Andy. 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 Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg, Adam Sandler. Christ. Lonely um, Island production. Yeah. I still need to watch that one. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. You still haven't seen it? Yeah. Well, it got like spoiled it's... for me like immediately. So I was like, eh. Oh. Well, it's I mean him him promoting the movie he sort of spoils it. Like right. I think if you watched That's any interview, <laughs> yeah, because how could they not? Like he he went on talk shows and basically was like, you know, Groundhog's Day. It's it's that. <laughs> but well, right. That's different. what I was gonna say. Like that's cool. <laughs> You need to, like, you got to have some sort of hook to pull the audience in. You can't just be like, I made a movie, tune in to find out what it's about. When you're Andy Samberg, you can do that. I No, I don't think so. You can do that. I know people out there that are not a fan of Andy Samberg. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Former How? guests on the show. What? Call them out. Yeah. Call them <laughs> <No>. out. <laughs> <laughs> Who they? Where they at? It's... I'll put a sensor beep so you guys will think I said the name, but I actually didn't. Can you can you, can you, you at least say us? specific? You can cut this out, or or just specifically say why they don't like him. Yeah, I don't remember to be like they just like you know how you just kind of get a vibe from people. You're just like I don't know, I just can't <laughs> like that guy. <laughs> I think that's that was their reasoning. So interesting. He's just okay. got one of those faces. But, oh man, huh. I'm a fan. Ken, you yeah. gotta watch that movie. Come on. Yeah, I will. Speaking of things that have already been spoiled a little bit, uh, it's time for... Hey, did you do that? <laughs> That's right. Uh, for new listeners, this is the trivia portion of the show where we pit our guests and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Vinny, CJ, are you two ready? Ready. Yes. All right. Uh, spoilers, not a whole lot of trivia on this, and even less now, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, as Vinny alluded to earlier, uh, Ashley Birch. Uh, who plays the game tester Rachel, is no stranger to video games. She voiced a number of video game characters. Which of the following games did she not voice a part in? Uh, And only one of these that he mentioned. So, we're good. (laughs) Which of these did she not voice a part in? A, Fortnite. B, Zelda Breath of the Wild. C, Horizon Zero Dawn. Or D, Fallout 4. CJ definitely should go first. Okay, Fortnite. And then, okay, I can answer now. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is correct, yeah. She voiced all characters and other ones. Uh, as well as, I think, a Final Fantasy, too. I don't think I even knew people talked in Fortnite. I thought they just danced. <laughs> I actually didn't realize that either. I've never played Fortnite. Then I'm doing the dance. Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite was like a completely different game before the like Battle Royale por- portion like took over. Did you guys know that? Nope. No. I assumed it was yeah. just Battle Royale completely no it was it was called like survive the night or something like that and it was like you build fortresses and then there's like a zombie attack that happens oh and like that was like in like the alpha or not alpha but like in the before the br hit like that was the game well that lines up with and the then, title much better yeah okay. and now i yeah, <laughs> yeah. makes sense and like uh then the br hit and the BR, br like took off and became this huge thing huh. so huh Interesting. What was that other uh, battle royale game that was out or came out around the same time? 
We dropped on an island. Team Fortress 2? Yes, Team Fortress 2. Half-Life 3. No, it's not, none of no. those that I'm thinking of, but that's okay. I'm not going to think of it anyway. Um, on an uh, the, the ones that came out around there PUBG. were like Apex. PUBG. PUBG, PUBG was. Oh, yeah. It. Did Fortnite win that, uh, that Battle Royale of Battle Royale games? <laughs> I, Sounds like I, it. I think so. I think it's still like the most played. It's still like one of the most played games on Twitch. I know that much. So it's like that and League are like the biggest things on Twitch. If you sort by popular. Never played any of them. The only thing I watch on Twitch is like um, Games Done Quick. I like those speed runs. Mm, Speed runs. That's that's what I'm all about. All right. Next question. Rob McElhenney. McElhenney. Thank you. Uh, he's co-chairman of the Wrexham AFC Football Club, along with yeah. what other star? Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Was it multiple choice? <laughs> sure was, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Vinny? I wouldn't have guessed that. Okay. Or I, w- I wouldn't be able to guess that. All so. right. Well, it's easy. Gets the point. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that was trivia? That's it. <laughs> that's trivia? That's trivia. No well, tiebreaker. So. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll do our. Um, they're uh, actually Rob McElhenney is coming out. They're making a documentary show about them buying the team and like trying to get them back into one of the leagues that I can't think of because I know nothing about football. Huh? Yeah, that would be my question: is what league are they a part of, and is it like a U.S. team or no? It's Welsh, I believe. Yeah, oh, okay. Right. All right, here's a tiebreaker. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage just closest? For those who don't know, this is the for critic the score on Rotten Tomatoes for the entire show of Mythic Quest. Ooh, 96. I, I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is always harsh, so I'm going to go like 72. Okay. Uh, I feel like CJ knew the right answer because he went one point below <laughs> the actual answer. <laughs> did I really? Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah, I, 97%. I forget that. Okay, well, that was wow. pretty impressive. Good job. Dang. That makes you That's our impressive. winner. That's impressive for that show. Yeah, it's really well liked. <laughs> yeah, it's getting rave reviews. I was I was tempted to even be like, I don't think it hit a hundred, because or else I'm sure he would have like posted about that a bunch or something. This was actually my third time watching the pilot episode. Wow. Now, are you the the type that goes back and watches uh, The Office over and over? No, I'm not. Even though I've done it with Seinfeld like three times, but no, I'm not. Okay. I feel like Seinfeld's easier to go back to, but maybe yeah. that's just me. Because like, there's no like story arc episode. No it's yeah. like all, yeah. they're all they, bottle episodes. It just so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. I don't point. know. It's like I never got into Curb, but like Seinfeld, I could watch like endlessly. I think. Yeah, Curb's pretty great too, especially yeah, like the stuff that's been coming out the last few years. Mm. I think it's excellent. Well, I think it's time for ratings. 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 Vinny, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Mythic Quest for you? On a scale of 1 to 5 buttholes, what would you rate Mythic Quest for you? (laughs) Uh, I would rate it, uh, what does he call them? Uh, Four pooty shoots? (laughs) Four b-holes. Four b-holes. Four b-holes. Yeah, it's b-holes. Yeah, he just calls them. (laughs) Shout out to my pooty cuties. You found a way to bring back to butt CJ. Pooty duties. Of course. I did. Full circle, baby. (laughs) All right, so four b holes, so that's a nine out of ten. Eight out yeah, of ten. Yeah, eight out of ten. Okay. Can I can I have a half a b hole in there? Sure. sure. Is that possible? Yeah. Absolutely. So like a four point five. Okay. Nine. Yeah. Nice. Four and a half b holes. 
What's it lacking to not get that perfect score? I don't know. I just don't think anything's perfect. So fair. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be harsh on that one. There's always like something that's like a little off sometimes. So yeah, I agree with that. Nine still very good though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ken, how about you? Oh me, having never seen it before. For me, your first endeavor. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, I'm gonna keep watching it. It's it's tough because I I haven't gotten to probably the best parts of the show yet. So yeah, you know, this is just based on the pilot. Uh, I'll give it a. You know, it was it was good. It was enjoyable. I like everyone in it. Uh, I give it a. This is tough. I think because it has promise, I'll give it an eight. An eight. Okay. Eight out of ten. Yeah. I like Four Beals. Rob McElhenney. Um, <laughs> you know Tr- Charlie Day. I like. I. I mean, I watched. I've seen every episode of Always Sunny, and I like that humor. And I, I think they're you know obviously very funny people involved. And so yeah, I'm excited to keep watching and and see where it goes. Nice. I really want you to watch episode two like as soon as possible because episode two is just it, it gets so crazy and I like that might be one of my like favorite episodes just because it's just like no they they can't no they can't go into this and then they do and it's amazing Ooh, awesome I'll probably watch it tonight so uh, yeah I'll let you guys know what what I thought nice. CJ for me um, I think I'm gonna be in the hand holding club with Vinny and I'll go with the nine the show is really good. I saw season two was coming out. I told my lovely girlfriend about it. And I was like, I will watch season one, rewatch it with you so that you can catch up because it's that good. It's very enjoyable. I really enjoyed the rewatch of season one. Even they're all great. And season two is even better. Yeah. Nine out of 10. The show rules. Nice. Dang. Well, I, I think that's a ringing endorsement across the table then. Yeah. You are in for a treat, Ken. Awesome. Four and a half B-holes. Four and a half B-holes. All right. <laughs> That half B hole. It's upsetting. <laughs> you don't well, have to think about it too much. Don't I've, figure out how I'm, it works. I'm already thinking about it, but I feel like we've <laughs> talked about butts way too much on this show already. Did we didn't even bring up where the B hole thing comes from? Oh right? yeah, no, nope, yeah, we really quick. To <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so that's like one of the better parts of that show too, is because uh, like Pootie Shoe is a like streamer essentially, mm. and he rates everything's in everything in B holes. Uh, and the studio gets very excited over like what their rating is. And like, that's the only thing that matters to them because of his viewership. Essentially. He's appeasing this yeah. one 14 year old like streamer person. Yeah. That's funny. Who has like 10 million followers. <laughs> and yeah, it's the, the, they received the rating of four B holes, which was like the highest rating ever. Yeah. And they're all cheering and yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? D- uh, Dana says that anything above two b-holes is is like godly. Yeah, and so. they four. pretty great. <laughs> well, Vinny, thank you for joining us once again. Do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, currently I am at Scotch and Watch on Twitter. Uh, I'm Return of Chonk on Twitch, nice, and awesome. uh. <laughs> And uh, I'm currently on the side of my, uh, you know, daily gig and everything. I am building a game in Unreal that I will unveil at some point. Wow. Um, awesome. But, can you yeah. give us a little, so, little teaser of what, what it's going to be about or not? I can. Um, so it is, uh, it, it's a game about forklifts. Nice. Cool. And it's already. a Mario, it, it's a Mario Kart style game. Please tell me you're naming um, it Fork Knight. I'm calling it Forklifter. Forklifter? No, no, not Forklifter. Fork, like, fork, like Fork Drifter, but Forklifter. Okay. Uh, and it's about drifting fork forklifts around. Cool. Um, <laughs> so 
So there's an anime that I really like called Initial D. Um, and if you guys, do you guys know what Initial D is? Sure don't. No. Okay, Initial D is about uh, like toge street drifters in Japan, and it has this kid who doesn't really want to race, but he's actually like the best racer in the mountainside because he used to deliver tofu at two o'clock in the morning in his dad's car. It's one of the best things in the world. I highly recommend that show. The creator made a sequel series called MF ghost where uh, all cars are banned uh, except for the purpose of racing essentially. Um, So I am kind of going off of that and where all racing and cars are banned because that's the inevitable future that we all live in. So everyone takes their day do- day job forklifters and goes out to the mountainside and drifts them. Um, <laughs> so that's like the premise of it. Um, but it's all the main thing about it is that it's all tied into music. So the music in Initial D is called Super Eurobeats, and it's very lively techno music, and it has nonsensical lyrics to it. And it's again watch the show because. It's amazing, and it makes no sense why this person's talking about Tokyo being on fire, and there's two like '80s cars drifting around a mountainside to it. Um, but uh, what I'm going to do is I'm uh, working with a friend of mine to like make music for it that's in the style of that, and basically you chain combos together. Um, so there'll be like a countdown timer that'll like when a beat is about to drop. So it'll go three, two, one, and then you, there will be a random, like, assigned, do this certain thing to get more points. And there's multiple ways of winning a race. So, like, you don't have to come in first. Uh, you just have to be, like, close to the person in first and get more points than them to mm. win the race, technically. Cool. So it's not, about, it's not about being first. It's about being the most stylish person on the course. Nice. That's most awesome. stylish so, in a forklift. That's in amazing. In a forklift. So That's I'm awesome. pumped for that. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I realize you're already yeah, referencing so, something for it, but can you please throw in some Tokyo Drift uh, references? Of course I can. <laughs> Thank you. So, because as we uh, all know, it's Tokyo, baby. It's Tokyo, baby. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite Fast and the Furious movie. So. I, I, I was going to say it's probably the most under... It is the most underrated one because two and four are really bad. Um, and I love that whole series. Like, unabashedly love that series. But two and four are pretty bad. But three is fine. I don't understand why there's so much hate for three. Right? Yes. I mean, it makes yeah. no sense, but it's still fun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's 30-year-olds playing high school students. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> the, 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 so I know we're going on a, a side tangent here, but but the Fast and Furious 9 trailer, you can see Lucas Black and um, the, the other guy from uh, uh, Tokyo Drift in it. So Lucas uh-huh. Black is a near 50-year-old person, I think. I think he's like 40, 45, I think. Oh um, like, God. he's the kid, kid from Sling Blade. Like, he's not a young person. <laughs> right. um, I but did not know he was from Sling Blade. That makes everything yeah. so much better. <laughs> he is the kid from Sling Blade. Wow. Um, but uh, he is in that movie that is supposed to be set, like, a couple years after Tokyo Drift, right. technically, because in so six, he'd be like twenty one or something like that. If that, yeah, it's yeah. like Han just died, and then Dom goes back, and he's like ten years older in real life, and now he's even older than that. So he's like supposed to be playing like a twenty two year old, and he's like 45, 46 or something like so that. Great. And I have no interest in seeing Fast and Furious Nine because I don't really care for Fast. Like I still think F eight is better than. 
two or four, but it's still not that good compared to like five, six, seven in the first one. Um, wow. But I want to see it just for Lucas Black part. Like if I can just That's get crazy. like a, a like a, uh, a cut of all of his parts and just watch <laughs> it on YouTube, I'll do that. That's so Lucas great. Like, even in Tokyo Drift, he's already way too old for his part. So that, that, yeah. that's great. Then they're bringing him back, and he's just even older than he's supposed to be. So that's that's great. I that's love hilarious. it. He doesn't. You know, he can't even pass as a high school student in that movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> like his hairline's like, like, like receding a, a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on. He, man. he has a five o'clock shadow at all times, <laughs> yes. and he's supposed to be like eighteen years old. <laughs> oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, we'll get to that at some point. We're we're going through all of the movies on this podcast. Uh, with with one person as a guest so it's uh yeah i can't wait i i, I love that franchise i mean it, not really but are you watching them in release order or chronological Re- order? release order is a chronological okay yeah, yeah. So i don't need to be more confused about it. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely confusing for sure but yeah it's silly it's we'll, silly we'll get there we'll get through them all in maybe like two or three more years yeah <laughs> we'll I, I think it. we're due for uh for number four soon so we'll see yeah that's he's busy well <laughs> gotta make time for this this is important yeah this is important all right cj what do we got uh follow us on all the things at over talking pod you can contact us via the methods in the show notes lovely wow can i do that too no oh come on uh no, i don't know the they're part. here the over talking overlords have arrived there are guests the other worldly landlords who fill up at the end of every episode remind me to remind you if you like the show please so go on itunes and bring the special review reviews will help people find this podcast this. This is his favorite part. Also, we spend no money in advertising, so, so if you like the show, please tell a friend. Spread a word. We really appreciate it. To Thank do you. This part. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Vinny. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.